Headliner Radio, the creative voice. Hello and welcome to the Headliner Radio podcast. Today I'm joined by Jordan and Jaden from the band Leisure, who are based out of Auckland, New Zealand. How are you doing today, guys? Very well, man. Very well. Very Thanks well. for having us. Oh, you're so welcome. It's great to have you on the show. Um, kind of just as London's on the cusp of going into what they're calling a tier three lockdown at the moment, I expect things have been very different for you guys over there. Yeah, we're, we're sort of, we're in this crazy place where it feels like it, you know, it's kind of just been and gone, but it's it's still there and we, we don't really, we can't really plan too far ahead, but we, uh, yeah, we've, we've, our country's dealt with it really well, I guess. So we've, we've been managed to be able to play shows and do a few extra things. So Amazing. Amazing. So you, you've been busy then. You said you, have you, you've been playing some shows pretty recently as well? Yeah, so over this weekend just gone, we played two shows back to back, which is pretty crazy. So let alone, you know, one show, it was two shows in one day. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. Yeah, so and the reception was really cool. And it was just great for us to be back on stage and I guess just playing again. It was quite a, quite a weird feeling, but, you know, something that we were really ready for. Was it your first couple of shows for quite a while then? Yeah, it was the first since the initial um, lockdown that we right, went right. into in March. We, we had... Two shows booked in uh, Singapore and Thailand just before, like, it, it kind of all started happening globally and Singapore got hit pretty bad. Okay. So we were preparing for that and then a couple of weeks before we were meant to go, they were cancelled and um, we've been um, trying to stay productive but working on music. But, yeah, we haven't played any shows or been rehearsing or mm-hmm. really been in a room together. Um, which made uh, the weekend very special and we do feel quite lucky that we can play shows again and get out and um, kind of feel a little bit normal again. <laughs> it's yeah. still quite surreal. But, mm. Yeah. No, I bet. I bet. Um, and I'm sure there's a lot of uh, a lot of musicians and a lot of live performers would be quite jealous of your situation right now. You know, a lot of people are missing um, getting out, connecting with the fans and that kind of stuff. So fantastic that you guys are able to to do that again now um yeah so you guys obviously there's only two of you are joining us today but there's there's five members of the band right uh and you're all kind of songwriters producers uh in your own right how did you all first meet and uh when did it all kind of click or when it all kind of come together in a musical sense for, for you guys um most of us had met before we kind of started this project um basically started um i um had some time off work and um hired out uh, like an airbnb for a week and invited a few people out to just kind of have a jam yeah um yeah. and um the five guys that or the four guys that came out uh were the ones that are now in the band uh, <laughs> and um <laughs> Yeah, we didn't really have any an intention with it aside from just having a jam and um, relaxing and having a good time. And I think some of the most of the guys had met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, there was enough of a dynamic there, I guess, to, to sort of get it in a room and make and create together. But um, yeah, what, what we ended up with was probably more than we had bargained for, and was really never a plan to become a band or anything. So um, it's kind of crazy how it just happened you know, very quickly and at once. Uh, and then mm. we're now we've just been sort of riding that wave ever since. Awesome. Awesome. 
And um, I love the fact that you're like, you're just all mates now, you know, it must make the kind of songwriting recording process pretty easy and pretty smooth, right? Um, <laughs> just kind yeah, of I mean, like good, good chemistry, you know? Yeah, for the most part, it's, it's such a weird one because it's it's this thing where there's there's five or six parts of, of this just dynamic personality that seems to work. And, you know, if you have someone that's a bad egg or, you know, someone that doesn't have the personality that fits and locks in as a part of the puzzle, then it could have gone really bad, you know, really early on. But luckily yeah. enough, we've just got the right combination of personality in there. Awesome, awesome. And wh- what did you guys do individually before you met? And kind of when did you first get into music um, yourselves? Um, gosh, how long have we got? <laughs> <laughs> um, we um, played in other bands um, and I also um, worked and still work at a record label. Okay, okay. Um, so I was doing um, that kind of stuff. Um, I previously played drums before this band. Okay. Um, and then um, all the other guys had different projects um, and um, um, Jason and Josh, they work as full-time producers and mixing engineers. Um, and Jordan has his own solo project and where you can talk about what you do you do a lot of different stuff yeah we're kind of all over the place but like yeah i guess what brought us together was this thing of making music individually and having these projects that were kind of close to to maybe being part of the bigger picture of what we thought we could be capable of but sure, it was really sure. that when we came together it became a much more of a bigger thing which um yeah it's like this leisure thing which it's like the the part of leisure is bigger than our individual selves i guess is how we've we've always talked about it so yeah yeah um, yeah, it's weird. It's almost like all these different experiences that we had along the way were leading up to a point of collaborating together and for it to land in the right place. Yeah. I, I guess that's how we've how yeah. we've read it. But yeah, it's, and it's also been cool with everybody sort of having their own individual pursuits or jobs or skills that's allowed us to be self sustainable as a band to be able to you know um, we do all our own artwork and okay. um yeah. yeah mix and produce everything ourselves so we, we we're kind of like have this in-house um <laughs> team where we can um create everything the way um we want it to be and um which is um <laughs> yeah <laughs> just allows us to be control freaks yeah, yeah, which, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i mean that's important though i think um whether you're just an artist or, or a band or, or what have you, it's important to have that kind of um, autonomy over what you do, especially with like the branding and the marketing yourselves and stuff. Like I know it's a lot of work aside from the music, but it just gives you that kind of, like you say, it gives you that control. And, and you know, when you've got a label doing all your stuff for you or, or what have you, it's um, it can be a bit, uh, it can kind of pigeonhole you a little bit sometimes and restrict you a bit, which is, um, understandable but yeah that's that's awesome that's awesome um now you I, before we go on to kind of new music and and what you're doing there um i want to talk about some of your early influences uh in music because you know i'm reading here you guys take you take influences as broad as, as japanese city pop to bill withers uh what <laughs> what were kind of some of your your other your other influences when it comes to your music um, man, I like for for me, it's say genre genre wise. What kind of um, yeah, yeah. I, I I kind of 
I think I find because I, I work in music every day when I um, and and when I get home and I'm sort of have my personal listening, I, I, I listen. That's why I started getting into uh, like I went to Jap- Japan a couple of times and brought a whole bunch of records and um, um, and, and kind of went down that tunnel a bit, listened to a lot of Japanese ambient stuff mm-hmm. and kind of found the city pop stuff and went through down a few tunnels on YouTube. Um, I kind of go through phases of um, searching and um, discovery. And I think we all kind of do that. And when we find stuff that we think is cool, we, we often will share that music um, with each other and then we can kind of see where we're each at. But yeah, yeah. yeah that was the, yeah. <laughs> the Japanese thing was, um, yeah, something that I dived into from just going over there and loving it. Mm. Yeah, I think awesome. also with like with the with the retro Japanese music, it's they've always had this way of being able to blend electronic and acoustic at the same time. So it's these two worlds that we're really super interested in, and just trying to find this this kind of slipstream of being able to do something electronically, but also have a lot of kind of uh, human error in it as well. You know, yeah. so um, yeah, a lot of the Japanese stuff is like that as well, I guess. But yeah, I I feel like with the latest Ledger stuff, it's, it's de- we've definitely been more inspired by the kind of, I don't know, it's like older decades and kind of digging deeper and finding some crazy stuff um, <laughs> deeper back. I, th- I think there's a lot of clues to be had in those areas that for, for some reason or another haven't sort of made it, you know, out, they, they were never big pop songs of those eras or, you know, they were maybe too crazy and experimental for those areas, if, for those eras. But um, I feel like we're kind of like an open book with all that kind of stuff. We're just, we're happy to absorb and kind of be inspired. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a lot of retro stuff as well. Yeah, it's a, it's a great sound that you guys have had, and I'd like to play a track, uh, one of your new tracks, in a moment for our listeners. Um, but before I do, I just wanted to talk about, I mean, it sounds like you guys are kind of quite involved in the production side as well. Um, do you do you have your own studio and your own setup and that kind of stuff and spend a lot of time in there? Um, for leisure, most of um, – we all have our own little individual studio setups, um, okay. which vary from bedrooms to like more professional spaces. Yeah. Um, but leisure, um, we usually um, we usually go away um, and hire a house or Airbnb or um, mm-hmm. a place that's um, kind of far from um, where we live, and so we can just kind of get out of our usual spaces, um, especially for the guys that are you know, working at uh, their day jobs in the arm studios or their um, studios to get out and go somewhere new and connect. And we usually just start from scratch. We, we don't often bring in ideas and stuff. We just kind of get together and start jamming. And um, that really informs the direction of where the music's going to go. And a lot of the time we're a product of our environment. So mm. if we're on like a beautiful, you know, by a, beach and it's really sunny or the music kind of reflects that or if it's rainy or stormy we always kind of uh affect because it's mood-based music we're all yeah, yeah, what yeah, our yeah. Mood is, which is reflective of the kind of the environment that we're in um so that's usually um the way that we um write and get the bulk of the production and then we'll bring it back, back to um a more professional studio and um um, put finishing touches on and um, do some of the mixing. Okay, okay, cool. Uh, and obviously, I want to talk about side A, uh, which is the EP that you announced recently. 
which is uh, due to come out end of this month. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And and obviously you've had a new single off that or two new singles. Spark It Up is one of them, um, which is just good vibes from you guys. And I'd like to say, I want to play a little bit for listeners now, if that's okay. Sounds good. I'll be back to you in a sec. funky vibes on that one boys it's got a real nice kind of R&B kind of funk soul blend kind of bit psychedelic as well it's a really nice sound now that's from um, sorry sorry (laughs) (laughs) just about to say uh, that was from um, that was spark it up from side A um, which you're releasing via network uh, by the end of the month. Um, just curious to know about, you know, we spoke about it a little bit already, boys, but kind of the songwriting recording process um, for this record. Did you approach it uh, differently to your previous material or was it the same kind of approach? And I understand you were doing some late night recording sessions in Paris for this one. Yeah, so so this track in particular was uh, something that we, we we joked about it actually early on when we were doing these first couple of uh, sessions. It would have been maybe four or five years ago now, and we made this kind of fleeting joke about doing a leisure camp somewhere in France at some point in our lives, and the, you know, for the universe tend to just say yes, and so we <laughs> ended up in France, and we were here, we were making music in France on the outskirts it was this crazy tiny village in this old what was it like a um, it was an orchard an old orchard so it was like sounds beautiful yeah yeah crazy so so super idyllic super green uh, beautiful weather all these kind of vapour trails in the sky um, we were hammering down some of uh, <laughs> the local red wine so we're having a good time and, and nice. this song up out of nowhere really called this Spark is, It Up yeah this was one of the first ideas that um, 
um, came out and um, it started off with that initial um, vocal hook that Tom put in. Um, and then we, we started working on other ideas and then we came back to it and we actually decided that we would all put in a verse melody. So it's one of the few songs where like, we usually always mix up the um, the singing, but this one actually has a verse from each member of the band in it. Yeah, um, nice. Which, is, which was kind of cool. And yeah, it's um, Jason who um, is plays lead guitar live, but he, um, he put the drums and the, and the bass together and yeah, it's quite, quite an odd, um, uh, rhythm, but it's yeah, super unique. And the, the process for us, like kind of like what I was saying before, it, it was fairly similar. It just sort of naturally evolves as we go along, but just depending on the environment and, and, and where we are kind of switches up how we might start a song. I think that, mm. I think the main thing, with these songs is that there was just more um, sort of guitar based riffs where mm-hmm. we would build songs around guitar. Um, often it will, will usually start with a, a sort of a, a loop um, a drums and bass type of loop. Mm-hmm. And then um, when we find something that everybody's vibing on, then we start fleshing that out and make it into more of a song. And so we usually will, spend like the first three quarters of a day just going through ideas and making stuff and not really thinking about it too much. And then usually we'll start gravitating towards one or two ideas. Um, and then those are usually the ones that sort of get fleshed out into more finished songs. Okay. And we also split the, um, we, we set up like two or three different, um, little stations within the same place so we float between each station so we have like two or three ideas being worked on simultaneously yeah um which means for like a really high output in regards to like finding a vibe that's really cool and then usually later in the night we have a couple of wines and everyone sort of gets together and um, we gravitate to what everybody is vibing the most and Mm -hmm. those are usually it's the ones, the ideas that become leisure songs when all yeah. five members are like really unanimous. Yeah, yeah, digging it, which is quite hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And can be and intimidating as a as a songwriter because you've got, you know, four other accomplished writers and producers in the band. You want you don't want to do anything um that's uh stink, but um, <laughs> at the same time at the same time everyone's around for um like it's a, it's a real like i guess safe creative space yeah. where everyone's really encouraging and, yeah yeah very relaxed yeah absolutely a very kind of democratic kind of process um yeah, with you guys because yeah. being mates and stuff and i think you know i get the impression that you guys quite kind of um quite not like not impressionable like quite humble like in your approach to everything um just really easy going and i think it kind of shows in your music as well in your sound um which is which is nice um i want to talk about collaborations as well because you hooked up with Goldlink, didn't you in um one of your previous albums was it is twister in in 2016 um how did that kind of come about and is have you got any kind of plans in the works to hook up with any other artists do any more collaborations with any artists over there or any international artists that came about um 
we kind of, a couple of our songs started doing their thing on like, it was like the 2016 kind of when SoundCloud and blogs were sure, yeah. um, um, quite prevalent in regards to like, you know, spreading the word of new artists and we were kind of doing well in that space and we kind of met a few other artists that were coming up at the similar time and Goldlink was one of those artists and um, what was the song that, was it Spectrum or? I can't remember which one it was, but um, we became fans and it just so happened that he was coming down to do a festival called Laneway um, in okay. New Zealand and we were in town and we hit him up and we got into the studio um, and then we did that song and um, so it came about really naturally. Jordan had been talking um, on Twitter for a little bit okay. beforehand. And so, like, we, we, we're always open to it, but... For us, um, the most, I guess, the the way that we work is so much in the space and in person and being able to bounce off people. We don't really do a lot of, like, file sharing and and stuff like that. Yeah. We've tried yeah. it, but it's never really encapsulated sort of the vibe of how we do it. And um, so we're always open to it um, and, and, and look into it, but... Um, at the moment, we don't have anything that's like solid on the cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, fair enough. I mean, and, yeah, yeah. Okay. Is there plans for? Obviously, you've only just started um, getting back out there performing live, which is amazing. Um, is there plans for more tours? Uh, I mean, eventually, when things kind of get back to some sort of normality here in Europe. Because I understand you've you've done some tours here already, haven't you? Paris, Berlin, um, and in the yeah, UK yeah. as well. Do yeah, you yeah. guys do you guys have any intention of coming back at any point? Or <laughs> oh, to- totally, man! Like we're just—I um, <laughs> think it's just that thing of just waiting till the world's right for it, you know? Yeah. yeah. So um, that's something that we'd always we always love doing, and it's it's actually something that we've missed quite a bit. We didn't realize how much we missed touring mm. yeah. until we yeah. went into lockdown, and we kind of thought, oh, it's actually. Even just um, for your spirit and your soul, I think it's just nice to see other places and hang out with your mates and go and play these shows mm-hmm. and um, play play music to people. So that's actually mm-hmm. something that we we realise that we missed quite a bit. Yeah, and especially the the, the um, Europe shows that we did were so much fun and were a little bit unexpected. Um, and so we're really keen to like, like and yeah, like Jordan was saying. Um, it's awesome being in New Zealand and um, being isolated and being in the position where we are now, but I have felt like a little bit claustrophobic not being able <laughs> to like get out and, 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 and travel and do yeah. that. So um, I think it's a good thing that we are missing it and looking forward to um, seeing what we can do once things um, settle down. And, and then in, in the meantime, we'll just keep on creating music and mm-hmm. um, hopefully keep momentum in that space so that we can come over and do more shows and carry on. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I think it's definitely a time when um, people have had a lot, a lot more time to kind of spend, you know, step back and, and uh, spend some time in the studio and really concentrate on, on writing and putting out some, some cool material, uh, which you guys have obviously been doing. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I speak for all of us when I say I can't wait for when everything gets back to normal and we can go out to live shows again. Um, yeah. 
and uh and yeah i'm sure it'll be i'm sure it'll be amazing when it happens what else is in the pipeline for you guys obviously you've just had the ep um or the ep's coming um uh which i'm sure is also going to be amazing we're going to have a great reception to that uh what else personally as well have you guys kind of got planned um sort of from now going into into 2021 well we um basically side a is part of a record so there's going to be a side b um okay and um we are in the kind of final stages of finishing those songs and getting them mixed yeah yeah um so we'll um timing on that will probably be early next year but we'll the idea behind the um, side A and side B was just so that when we create the music, we can release it without having too much time in between that creation and then the release. Mm-hmm. We'll find, you know, that energy and excitement that you have when you create something. Um, I feel like it's, it's an important part uh, of it for us to have that excitement and that freshness when we put it out. Um, so, we wanted to um, split the record up, and um, and so side B is something that we're working on um, at the moment, and some more visual stuff for that. Um, and everybody's busy doing um, doing what they do, but um, we're looking forward to um, doing a few more shows over summer and doing some more writing trips mm-hmm. and kind of just following our nose and seeing where. It, um, the universe leads us. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's quite weird not to be able to plan too far ahead, but also mm. kind of making things exciting enough to, to keep the, the engine running, you know? So, yeah. 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 And we were out. And, and also like resting. Cause like <laughs> touring, because like, we, we were quite busy, like playing, um, touring and playing shows, like the one sort of thing that's been a good side of it is being able to, uh, relax and, um, and take some time to just reflect on things and um, and think about, I guess, how lucky we are to do what we do. And it's kind of given a fresh excitement for um, for the band and for the future of what we're doing. And I think, like, because we're, like, halfway through, you know, our third album, mm. it's a really exciting sort of stage of where the band is because we sort of established what we're about but it still feels like there's a lot more to give and and we're excited about where the music um and the project is going to go so it's an exciting time for it's at and you're also like yeah super proud of what we're putting out at the moment and um so yeah it's still positive vibes (laughs) (laughs) amazing amazing um and i think that's a good point to to end on actually boys um thanks so much for joining us on the show no problem no worries. Thanks thanks so much. it's been um it's been really great to to hear about kind of your musical journey so far and uh long may it continue um like i say when when things start getting back to some sort of normality um i'm sure we'll see a lot more of you hopefully over here in uh in the uk and um best of luck best of luck with the rest of the um with side a and uh with side b of course of what as well which is something for us to look f- forward to um and yeah thanks again for for joining us on the headliner radio podcast awesome. thanks so much thanks so cheers guys cheers. take care headliner radio supporting the creative community